Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to the huddle. 11.21 on this Sunday morning. Dave Schwartz along with Charlie Weiss. Great to have you with us this morning. Tom Pelissero is the, uh, an NFL insider for NFL Network, joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, you're on your way to the airport, to or from somewhere. Where are you going, Tom? I'm at the airport currently, uh, head up to New York to host uh, Good Morning Football this coming week, which is my annual post-free agency venture. Just try to, uh, you know, it's good to see human beings after a week straight in the basement. <laughs> You are. I love the clip this week, and I, I think maybe you posted it where you guys are like you're on, you're on the phone, and everyone's on the phone, and it's like, hey, hang on, hang on a second. You're on. I mean, like, is it really? Is that made for TV, or is that truly what happens this week? No, that's that's real. You know, I always, you know, there are some people who definitely call intentionally because they see you on TV, <laughs> and then you answer, and they're just like, oh, I just wanted, to, I just wanted you to pick up. It's like, okay, but like that's there's some theater to it, right? It, it seems like it's extremely busy and it is i mean things happen through the course of the day some of them come together really quickly some of them are things you've been waiting for for you know hours days weeks and other things you've been waiting on for hours days and weeks all of a sudden you know somehow break through some random person on twitter who ran into a guy at the airport i mean that's that's kind of the you know the craziness of the week but this was definitely a unique one because you know the way the nfl when I went to that negotiating window, that was like eight years ago or so. I don't ever remember in in the, all those years that many deals getting done that quickly, where within the first 24 yeah. hours you had 40 or 50 uh, deals agreed to, and then obviously you had several you know pretty big trades on the, the second day of it. You got to Thursday morning, and we're sitting there going, is it over? Like, was that was that it? And it kind of is, because a lot of the big-name free agents are gone. And from an, you know, an agent perspective, too, you talk to agents, if they've still got a big-time client who's out there, by Thursday, it's a, it's a tough time because that crazy money that gets thrown around in those early hours of free agency, it's gone. And now you're just trying to find the best situation, the best fit for your guy. Tom Pelissero from NFL Network joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline this morning. Tom, I was trying to think back to, so you and I got to know each other when you were a beat writer for the Green Bay Packers, and I remember you coming uh, to the television station and doing a, a an interview, a satellite back in the day. You couldn't do Zoom, uh, and I think I, I forget, it might have been with USA. I forget, I forget who it even was, but but the game itself for, uh, of free agency of getting these scoops has changed so much since that time. How has it changed for you in terms of how you get your scoops, how quick they come, and and how much vetting you have to do before you go with them? 
first of all, Dave, I think that was probably when we were covering a uh, Green Bay Packers legend who had gone to the Jets, and it was not Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I think that was 15 years ago, and it was Brett Favre. Wow. And that, that was the topic yeah. when he was coming back to uh, to Minnesota. But, yeah, I mean, I think that it has changed. You know, Twitter was really the, the inflection point, and that was like 2008, 2009, that that became a thing. And you know, there's a lot of different ways that that's changed everything. The obvious one is if you're 10 seconds late now, it, you may as well have been an hour or a day late. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, that's how quickly things move. That's the pressure that's, you know, on all of us as reporters to try to break things. You know, even if you've got it surrounded, even if you know it from every angle, and, you know, sometimes <laughs> this may or may not have just happened to me pretty recently here, the person who's going to give you the scoop happens to be at a uh, – girls basketball tournament in a metal building that doesn't have cell phone reception and they don't get the call till they come out to get their kid a snack. Um, you know, it's like you, you missed it. Even though you knew and you're waiting for the go call, you know, you just, you never got it. So I think that that's part of it. I think also it's, you know, the number of people who are trying to break news as a means to, you know, get clout or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so you've got people who, have different um, ethical rudders than others, and you have mm-hmm. people who will just take a lot of chances and say the obvious thing but say it more strongly and hope that it ends up being right. Um, you know, that part's different. And then obviously players putting things out themselves or players' friends putting things out. There were a couple this week mm-hmm. where I know that I'm the first media person to break it, but then some random guy will send me, hey, I posted this 12 hours ago with like a terribly done, like, you know, Microsoft Paint drawing of the guy in a new uniform. And he's like, yeah, you got me. You did have it. And you like, you went to high school with the guy or whatever it is, or you know his parents. Like, there's yeah. that. Like, I think that the big thing for me is just you have to roll with it. You have to know that this is the environment. And yeah, it's high stress. You try to break all the ones you can. You hope that that outweighs the ones you don't break and you, you keep it moving. Him and his three followers, by the way, who broke that story. It's just exceptional what people think is uh, is important. Hey, Tom, we had uh, Blake Barrett's on a little while ago, and, and he told us, uh, we asked him about Adam Thielen, uh, said he thinks within the next 24 to 48 hours uh, that he'll be landing somewhere. What at this point do you know uh, that you're able to tell us about where he may be landing or if there's even any possible, what the possibilities are? I saw the uh, the WCCO tweet that Blake was on and I was on. I texted Blake. I said, are you going to break Thielen news before I'm on? Because that's not cool. Um, I tried. I tried to get him to break it. He wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> no, and I don't th- I don't think that Adam's made a decision. Listen, he's, he's got several teams. Obviously, he took the visit to Carolina. That's a real possibility for him. Um, I, I know that Adam's like Frank Reich for a long time. You know, they're not the ready-made contenders, so to speak, that you would think that he'd want to go to at this stage, but he'd also have a pretty big role for them. You know, with DJ Moore being out of there, I think he'd get a lot of chances. But there's a bunch of different teams. It's just a matter of, you know, how does everything line up? It's not all – Adam's made a lot of money, and he scored a lot of touchdowns. And, you know, at this point, it's not strictly about, you know, making money. It's about, you know, what's his opportunity? What's he actually going to be able to, to do for a team? And, you know, your chances for winning and all that stuff. So – you know, I think there'd be some logical fits. You know, I think the Chiefs at some point are probably still going to add another receiver. I could totally see that being a fit. Uh, I think to Dallas, I mean, I know Dallas was interested, but they just made the Brandon Cooks trade. Yep. And so that may take them out of that mix, although, you know, not necessarily. It's just a matter of, you know, a lot of different things have to dial up. But I, you know, I'm a, I've obviously known Adam for a long time. I went back and looked in my DMs. So I was sending him a note, you know, just to, when he when he was getting released, just to, you know, Basically, thank him for everything and, you know, let him know that, you know, 
stay in touch and all that. And I look back, and mm-hmm. our first DMs ever was when he tried out for the team in 2012 <laughs> with that call of the wild deal that they had. And I just happened to yeah. look, see, so he tried out for the team. He's from Minnesota. He's a Vikings fan, so he followed me. I was on the Vikings beat for another radio station. And so I sent him a note like, hey, is this happening? And he's like, yeah, man, getting the contract. Really excited. I'm like, good for you. you know, I'm like, hey, cool story. Like, you got yep. to be on the team in training camp. You're going to get cut, and we're never going to hear from you again. And here we are a decade later, and he, yeah. he scored all those touchdowns and, you know, had a, a remarkable career. I mean, his, his numbers you know, probably should be in the ring of honor someday. I mean, that's the yeah. impact that he made on the, the Vikings, one of the all-time cool stories. If, if he was a Netflix show, we would talk about his character arc as being fantastic, right? I mean, just from that little guy uh, to what he ended up being. Tom, uh, of all the moves that the Vikings have made uh, so far, this free agency, being releasing guys, guys who have come in, is there one that you have really loved that you just think this was the right move for the franchise? Well, I think that getting Byron Murphy was a big deal for them because he's a really talented corner. He can play inside and outside. Cardinals used him at times to, you know, shadow opponents' top receivers. I mean, he's a really good player. The market just for him, like a, a lot of other players this time of year, just didn't quite shake out in the most positive way possible. So they get a guy for, I believe it's two years up to $22 million, a guy easily in a different marketplace. There were more teams with a specific need. Could have make it $15, 16000000 million a year. I mean, that's a great get uh, to bring him in. And listen, they needed him. You know, the Vikings wanted Pat Peterson back. They were not going to go into the money neighborhood that the uh, that the Steelers did. And so then you release Cam Dantzler, um and Duke Shelley's a free agent. You're trying to figure out how you're going to put this together. I wouldn't be surprised if they had another corner before this whole thing is, uh, you know, free agency is done because we're still very much in the third wave and this will go on for a while. But I thought that was impactful. And I think the, I think the Davenport's impactful too, potentially. Mm-hmm. You, know, you get a guy who who's a first-round pick. The Saints traded, you know, a future first to go up and get him. Uh, he, he's an edge player. There's not enough of those guys. He just, you know, he had injuries and he had, I want to say, no sacks, like half a sack last season. So just one of those weird things where yeah. everything dialed up to, I mean, there's a reason he still got $13 million from him. Yeah, he's, he's really, really talented, but just the productivity being where it was, you know, these are exactly the type of moves that I would expect Quasi uh, to make just because of the way that with his quantitative background, part of what he's thinking is, you know, it's, it's all about value. I mean, that's a big part of it is finding the hidden value in everything. And so adding players who are highly drafted for a reason because of their physical traits, maybe had a down ear, you pay them on a short-term deal. You don't over-leverage yourself, but you bring them in and you expect that you're going to get you know, significant production, and oh yeah, either then you re-sign them, or he leaves and you get a future third-round comp pick. I mean, those yeah. are the those are exactly the type of deals I would anticipate Quasi's going to going to continue to make. We'll see how this one works out, but I, I like both those moves on defense. Tom Pelissero from NFL Network joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Hey, before I let you go, I, I, everyone wants to know this, and I'm I'm in line as well. What in the world is going on with Lamar Jackson? I, I mean, where's he going to be next year, and what is happening with this? Dave, I'm not sure we have enough time to really <laughs> go through every every avenue of this. Listen, here, here's, here's the bottom line on Lamar Jackson. The Ravens have been trying for two years to get a contract done with him. Lamar wants a fully guaranteed deal in line with the Deshaun Watson contract because he simply thinks that he's a better player. Lamar does not have an agent. His mother is his advisor. If he did have an agent, that agent would have told him two years ago, there's no way you're showing up and playing for $1.7 million on the fourth year rookie contract. And then last year he played for $23 million. So 
So by virtue of insisting on a specific type of contract structure that only two players, really, Deshaun Watson, and to a lesser extent, Kirk Cousins, because that was only a three-year deal, only two mm-hmm. players in modern NFL history have gotten that type of a uh, guarantee structure. He, he's given away tens of millions of dollars. And now he's at a point where he finally can negotiate with other clubs. And he's obviously an extremely dynamic player when he's healthy. He's one of the rare athletes in the game. He's improved a lot as a passer over time. And he's a former NFL MVP. I don't blame any player for wanting to maximize your value. But if you're a team that's thinking about signing him to an offer sheet, you've got to be willing to give up two first-round picks. You've got to be willing to do, in all likelihood, a fully guaranteed contract, which owners do not want to do because if you fully guarantee the contract, anything you don't pay in year one, you have to put into an escrow account next year. Not a lot of owners want $200 million tied up in escrow instead of <laughs> making money off their money. Uh, you would need to be willing to have over 20% of your salary gap, about $50 million a year committed to the player. You would need to um, be willing to change your entire personnel and your scheme to fit what Lamar does well. And you would have to come to terms with the fact that Lamar's effectiveness is based in large part, not entirely, but in large part on the way that his mobility, his speed, impacts defenses in that, yes, he's got a lot of explosive passing plays and you know his passing efficiency numbers and whatnot are strong. But they're strong because when the quarterback is a run threat, it changes the numbers because the defense has to account for the quarterback as a runner. That means you're going to see a clearer picture on the back end. You're going to have more favorable passing opportunities. Well, mobility and speed are, by definition, depreciating assets, and Lamar has suffered back-to-back season-ending lower body injuries. That doesn't mean, I'm in no way saying no team should explore it, but if you just make a list, and I did this, of all 32 teams, you can easily cross off 20 of those teams because they either have a young quarterback who they're going to pay or they have a veteran quarterback who they've got a ton of money tied up into, and so there's no way that they can that they even could make the move. There's another half dozen teams where it's a probably not, just based on if you look at kind of the moves that they've made, the way that they're setting up. Now you're down to about a half dozen teams. Well, one of them make that type of an offer, be willing to do all that for Lamar Jackson. And then remember, even if you do that, the Ravens then can always just say, yeah, we match you. And now you've done all the work for the Ravens yep. to get a deal done. It's just it's far more complicated than why is nobody going out there and signing a, an MVP caliber player? It's all these other factors involved here. That doesn't mean that no one will do it, but time will tell if that happens or if we're going to be sitting here come July, August, and September wondering if and when Lamar Jackson is going to show up and play for the Ravens again. Such great perspective. Tom, thanks so much. Do you at least get – does NFL Network, they fly you first class, or are you a coach? I'm in first class on this one, Dave. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Pelissero, NFL Network insider. Hey, buddy, thanks so much. Say hi to Sarah for me. Appreciate the time, man. You got it anytime. Thanks. All right, Tom Pelissero, love that. Great, great. Boy, boy, I'll tell you, what great – perspective and i learned a lot about that lamar lamar jackson situation i did not know before so um appreciate tom having some time we will take a quick break and come back on the huddle on 830 wcco t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.